Tired of jumping from job to job? How about a career in a recession-proof industry where you can make a difference and help create a healthier living and working environment? The pest management industry gives you the opportunity to work with more independence. OPC Pest Services will give you a chance to grow with advancement. Come be a part of our team at OPC Pest Services. Apply online at opcpest.com careers. That's opcpest.com careers. Where do you go to find all your favorite wine, beer, and spirits with selections customized to local tastes? For over 25 years, that go-to place has been Cox's Spirit Shop. Cox's, Louisville's go-to liquor store. Broadcasting live from the Mobile Liquor Barn Studios, it's time for the Diener Show. Presented by OPC Pest Services on ESPN 680, 105.7, and 93.9 The Bill. Now, here's Drew Diener and Mark Blankenbaker. And we are back here, 93.9 The Bill, ESPN 680. We are over here at uh, Neil Huffman's Acura at Oxmoor, uh, where we uh, were just talking with Mike Stack over here, one of our... Other listeners, Doug Deerham was in here the other day. He got he got himself a vehicle as well. You have, so many people have uh, figured out that where the uh, the value is in the Acura line, and and that's why uh, we're over here telling you about it today. You got some RDX and MDX models at two point nine percent financing, uh, which you just like you said don't see much at all uh, anymore. So that's hopefully what we do in the future. You know, hopefully we do in the future. But for right now. Yeah, that is the probably the best interest rate you're going to find. Although, oh. if you want to buy a timeshare, they'll charge you thirteen and a half percent. I think thirteen and a half percent on thirty grand. It was something like that. Yeah, golly, you know, I, I'm proud of you for going and sitting through it and and not losing your temper because that's what I was worried about. Oh is that no, they were going to yeah. pressure you and then you were going to be like like very irritable. The only thing that was irritable to me about it. Was you know me? Let's get down to business. Like let's shum yeah. it up, and then oh, I used to live in Virginia Beach, and dude, like I don't care. Right, I don't you know? care about you. I just yeah. want to get back to my vacation. Throw me the number. I'll tell you if I can do Give it. Give me my prepaid gift card. Right. You know. <laughs> and no, I'm not spending $30,000 at breakfast. No. You know, without researching you. And they're like, we'll give you the numbers here soon. Or you can't take the numbers. No, the you. favorite was you can't. Like, here's an offer. You know, here's basically if you want to buy in. Oh, here's someone who's trying to get out of theirs that you could buy at a discount. Question, why are they trying to get out? And what, where, where are you getting your rip in there? You know. <laughs> and then so they get wild. it on down. And it's and my, my favorite of all of the timeshare presentation was, well, Florida has a law now where, you know, if, if you go ahead and buy it, then you've got 10 days uh, to, to be able to get out of it. I'm like, no. What's that process like? Yeah. Oh, I'm sure that's streamlined. Oh, I'm that's sure that's real streamlined. Fun. You're going to go sit through a same level of high pressure, same type of guy that's going to talk you into not doing it. And you know, if you, I look, I look at like the happens. AAU though. Not everybody in the AAU can be a terrible person. Otherwise, you wouldn't be able to run an organization. I guess. I mean, I think I, there, so. Like, there's no way that everybody is terrible in this, but it I appears think that people way. People have a good experience, like Disney Vacation Club. Maybe go grand vacations. I would never sign up for one because I like to go to too many different places. Right. But I don't know. And, you know, I guess the Four Seasons has something good and the Fairmont has a good program. I don't know. But, like, that's not for me. No. It's not for me. Like, I just – I'm not signing up for them. But, yeah, if I can't take the numbers out of the room. Yeah, with me. Yeah. Call somebody. And it's like, and oh, so you, so, you, so you don't want to buy them. Uh, no, not without researching. I, 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 like, so, and I was like – I'd, I'm, I'll tell you no now if you have to have yes or no, but yeah. I'm planning on going out on the beach and looking at these numbers. Well, you know, we, we gave you a great deal. Out of yeah, 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 and you called me. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, we're at a guilt trip? You know, what's, what's that? Yeah, you called yeah, me. you called me. <laughs> what are you talking about? You gave me a great deal. So you, so you saved me a few hundred dollars, so I'm supposed to spend 30000 <laughs> Right, right. <laughs> that? It would be great to have you go through it with a full blanket maker presentation. That, that would be the way to go. <laughs> no, I, I would have loved to have just been a fly on the wall because I hate – that so much just the the uh, you know coming back oh have an objection here's overcoming any, objection. any pressure sales tactic oh, should it. not be trusted i hate it if you're so trying much. to pressure me there's a reason right so so i won't sign up for that i'll pay full price for my vacations i'm yeah. cool with that because i don't want to sit through it like i just i don't want to it's just gonna make it me mad it was fine i'm gonna end up 
I'm gonna. I need to be the guy that you had or the caller to like bring like some like bring problematic children with me or yeah. something. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I've gotten 30 minutes of content out of it already, so but damn near worth it just for the content. This yeah, point. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so okay, we'll get the rest of the football schedule today. Yeah, and you know, I was um, I was a little bummed. I love Friday night home games. I, I do too. I don't know. It, it, it kicks off the weekend. It's my favorite. And I know we'll have Louisville Boston College up there in Chestnut Hill on Friday night. Yeah, but that's not a home. It's game. not the same. We'll go up to Boston College. Boston I'll, College. I'll go up to Legal Seafood. Have a little weekend in Boston. You know, but it, you know that really is a good trip for the Louisville fans. Like that is a, and we have direct flights out of uh, Louisville International, Muhammad Ali International Airport up to Boston every day. So you know that's a nice direct flight now, which in the past hasn't been there. Yeah. So that's something to Head you know to consider. Um, and you know it's a time of the year it shouldn't be too cold. Of course, you never know. October twenty fifth, right. it could be, could be cold. One or the other, whatever, yeah. one way or the other. But I've had good experiences up there in Boston. I am excited to see the rest of the schedule. You know, like how yeah. do we go into Notre Dame? When do we get shipped out to Stanford? What, who do we play the week after we play Stanford? Mm-hmm. I think all that matters. I'd like our stand- perfect world. We'll have two buys, right? We'll have two buys this yeah, year. Yeah, everybody in the league is saying the same thing. If they go out west to either of those schools, that they, they want the buy the next week. Exactly, and that's what I want. I don't want to go from Stanford to Death Valley. You know, yeah. and really, you don't. You shouldn't have a home. You shouldn't have an away game after. Stanford. After that, you're right. But or before, frankly, or, well, you well, could probably do it before. Probably before it's, yeah. it's okay before, but it's it's after you don't want it. But I'd really like a buy. That's yeah. what I'd really like to do because I don't mind going out there uh, at all because it'll be fun. But we'll we'll figure it out. Of course, the travel's not as brutal on the players who have a charter and it goes straight there. It still takes a while. It probably takes three half hours, something like that. Half to four. I mean, depends on the plane. One way, probably half hour faster with the jet stream. Half hour coming back, probably four hours there, three and a half coming back, probably something like that. But we'll see. I Um, guess Rick Pitino's given uh, Jordan Dingle COVID because he's out tonight against Villanova. (laughs) So you have that. (laughs) Jordan Dingle COVID. Well, he does. I mean, he's out with COVID. So. Um, did you see this story where the Kansas City Chiefs fans found frozen outside of their friend's home? No. This I read this. I have to read this twice just to make sure it was real. Three Kansas City Chiefs fans. So they're all. I don't know if they watched the game together that day or, or what. But they were found frozen to death in the backyard of their friend's home, where they'd gathered to watch a game. Why were they outside? That's a great question. Homeowners insisting he had no knowledge that their bodies had been there for up to two days. These are guys like 37, 38, 36 years old. Were found uh, the evening of January 9th. Okay, so this was a little while back. It wasn't this. I read this as if it was this past weekend. But this dude there is like uh, he had no knowledge. His friends were freezing to death on the back of his property. I'm. I'm and the police. Here you go. First and foremost, this case is 100 percent not being investigated as a homicide. Okay. How could it not be? There, all this does is big questions. All right. So I'm trying to figure this out. So did were these three guys around like a fire? Absolutely hammered. I don't know that we have the, that type of fact-checking yet. Absolutely hammered. So temperatures on the 7th and 8th were in the low 30s before plumbing into the teens the following afternoon. That's when they found They must have passed out back there. I, that's what that's I think. That's the only thing you could do. Like, you had a fire, you're sitting back there, you pass out drunk. So the family's obviously up. not buying the story. They're saying the man was inside his home alive, but my friends were in the yard uh, dead for Lord knows how long. Uh, they all, um, uh, let's see. Um, the attorney representative said he had no idea his friends were dead until police knocked on the door. That's just not believable, is it? The, pe- the so the police knocked on the door and they're like, "Hey, you got three dead people in your backyard." Yeah, and he's like, "No, I don't." Yeah, <laughs> and then they walked out there together and there are three icicles. I, I guess of human, I don't of know humanity. That's insane. That I don't. I I cannot arrive at how that happened. The only thing that that really makes sense is they like. OD'd or were super drunk. I can't get there otherwise. I mean, this this story just begs. This is like a, it's like a Netflix uh, series. We're gonna or read something. this on. We're gonna yeah. watch this on Dateline for sure. This is gonna yeah. be something that my wife puts on like on a Friday night, and you know she's gonna be like, "Hey, we're gonna stay in the night. I want to watch some Dateline." You know, <laughs> we're gonna watch three guys freeze to death. So Pro says, uh, "In college, I've drunkenly slept in the parking lots multiple times. No way, slept in a parking lot. I mean, really? When you're a drunk man, sleep." Damn near anywhere. I mean, that's just I mean I've, I've and, and to be fair, I had a I, and the reason why I bring up the scenario is I've had summer campfires in my house over here in St. Matthews where I used to live, mm-hmm. and I did wake up early one morning and a girl had passed out in 
the chair and mm-hmm. the Adirondack chair back there, and she was still sleeping. Slept yeah. there the whole night. <laughs> and I was like, I, I can't believe she's still there. Uh, she's fine. The story is wild. Uh, pretty sure he put his house up for sale uh, after that, too. I would, uh, too. Yeah. Texter says, um, 8 a.m. in the morning after Duke, we're talking about timeshare presentations and the football schedule. We just spent the first hour. What do you <laughs> want to hear, man? Yeah, what do you want me to do? Yeah. Hang on, hang on. Okay, they lost to number 12 Duke by 14, which was what the spread was. The field goal percentages no. were 46 yeah, yeah. and 46 reading of the stat You line. want me to read? Okay, yes. the three-point free. No. We're not doing it. Well, we, we've been talking about it for an hour. I Take know. a little side break. Quit having fun of Talk Sports, Tommy. Talk Sports, talk sports Tommy. That's because they were watching the Chiefs-Dolphins game when it was, you know, that cold minus 20. Even weirder, it took the wife of one of the guys that died two days to go check on it. <laughs> and then she had to break into the guy's rented house to search. Yeah, this story, there's something so, more to this so, story, man. Hang on. Hang on. The I'm wife, accepting that as face value, too. Okay? The wife... Took forty eight hours to go. Like I'm thinking, you're going that night. Hey, is everything okay? We may have found the he dumbest people in the United States. Show of America. up. He didn't come home after going over to you to watch the game. Is he everything okay? Oh yeah, he left and went home. Is he not home? Well, can you check the house for me? Yeah. Yeah, sure. Let me go check around. Oh, he's in the backyard. Call nine one one. No. <laughs> this tells me that it's a normal occurrence for that guy. Which tells me that they probably were drinking if he's not well, home I mean, for two days at a time. If you're around watching the game like we do in, in, in the Owl Creek neighborhood at the White Trash Patio, I mean, like somebody at some point is going to check on you. Your wife's no matter how. No, no. I mean, think, where's his pros? Where's the pro code? Right. Well, they all pass out the exact moment. Yeah, you know? that's a good I point. Mean, how do you, yeah, how do you, how do three people, because like, you're not all going into hypothermia passing out at the same exact time. So it's been revealed that the, the house where the, the deaths occurred had been rented by the men's friend Jordan Willis. Um, I, think he's, um, I think he's one of the ones that died, right? Um, this man's friend now have raised multiple questions. Willis was, oh, inside the home alive. No, he was the guy inside okay. the Okay, Willis is alive. Inside the home. What are you talking about, Willis? Um, <laughs> where uh, dead in his yard for Lord knows how long. They were all hanging out since after the game Sunday. He knew people were looking for them. He read messages of people searching for him on Tuesday. My husband banged on the door for 20 minutes. Something's going on here. Man, there's something something going here. on. Why are you hiding? They, yeah, like three dudes just don't go outside and freeze to death. No. No. Throw the I'm throwing the red flag. Oh yeah. There needs to be an investigation. Oh, yeah. Throw these guys out. I want to do toxicology. I want to get ring cams. I want to get, you know, all that stuff. There's some foul play going on here. Uh, absolutely. Um Texter says, "Yeah, wild story. I grew up in the same subdivision, same street, Cove Club. Wow. This guy knows where where all it's at." Oh, wow. That um, says passed out uh, on a flatbed wagon for a day and a half at Barron River. Not a proud moment. <laughs> I mean, but if you, if you do that in the summertime, it's not that big a deal. Yeah. You know, you sleep outside. Yeah. It's kind of nice. That story has got so much. But nobody's willingly sleeping in five degree yeah. temperatures. Wouldn't think so. Now, it looks like everybody is, uh, speaking of the NFL, is buying into any conspiracy theory. Oh, yes. Of now, I'm sure you will buy into this one, too. Welcome to America. That the, the, uh, the head referee for the game uh-huh. um, is a guy that, according to, it's, what's, is it Warren Sharp? Is that the guy's name? He yeah. has all the stats. Um, he has, like, the highest winning percentage by road teams. Oh, no. So this is for the upcoming game? Yeah, so for the Chiefs. Oh my God! Uh, and Get the Chiefs guy out of here. Yeah, yeah. Is he from Kansas City or Missouri originally? No. Does okay. He have a? Does he have a daughter in the front office of the Chiefs? Here's the statistical analysis: Home teams have won only 41 percent of the games in the last three years with him as the referee. That's the lowest win rate for any referee in the NFL. But hang on, this this you don't know the qual. I'd like to know the point spread. I would like to know, to me, a better measurement of that. Did the, did the road right. team. No, I'm, uh, I'm buying in. I'm buying yeah. in. Yeah, you don't care they're if they're playing. Lamar. What if they're playing they at the Panthers? Mah- no, they want to get Taylor Swift into the Super Bowl. Damn I know right what they're they trying do. to do. I know what they're doing. They want Usher and Taylor Swift. They want Taylor Swift to zip line down to the stage and perform with Usher in the middle of okay. it. I know what they're so doing. So across the NFL, uh, during the same time span, 55% of uh, home teams won, whereas only 40 with him. Yeah. Uh, maybe the road teams are that much better. Yeah, the point spread takes it. Okay, so here's here you go. Um, then I looked at the great equalizer, the point spread. Yeah. The point spread takes into account which team is better. Across the NFL, in the last three seasons, home teams have covered 49.4%. They're pretty good at those lines. Yeah. It means that uh, even if home teams were under 
were winning under 41% of the times under Smith. Hopefully they could try to still cover 50% of the time. Oh, that wasn't close to the case either. Under Smith, home teams are 17-29, and 37% against the spread. Why are we using this guy? I want to throw I mean, a flag. It's a stat that it just exists in a vacuum. I don't no, know. No, no. It's a conspiracy. Oh, ranks number one out of 24 referees in road team win percentage. Oh, my God. Bad. It's over. It's over for you. They're, what are they doing here? Shake it off, Blanket Baker. Shake it off. In your Kansas City. In your wildest hoodies. dreams, you'll beat. Yeah. Oh, my them. God. <laughs> yeah. More Taylor Swift things. I don't know why people care so much. She's on camera for five seconds. No, I don't care about Taylor why, Swift. Why do people? I mean, but I see all they these. They care about her because all the Swifties are going to well, watch. Well, it makes sense. I mean, right. and who? when you show family hero shots after the game, he just happens to be dating one of the most famous people alive. It why wouldn't you put her there? It doesn't bother me, but let's not engineer it for Pat Mahomes and Travis Kelsey to end up in the Super Bowl so that NBC or whoever's got the game gets a big-ass rating. CBS. Did you see the ratings for the Bills game? I was just looking it up because I, I haven't seen it yet. 50 million people. That's the most watched television event since last year. I don't have the story, but most watched since last year's Super Bowl. But and it, didn't it peak at like 56 million? Yeah, I don't have the peak, but I got 50.39 million people. Golly. To put in perspective, because it's always number. tough without knowing context, you know, the Super Bowl is like 100 million-ish, right? Yeah, I mean, typically. that's typically – where it is. The college football you know, championship was 27, 28. Yeah, so it's double that. But the Ravens game was 32.4, which is a big rating, too. I mean, that's a. Oh, all, yeah. The NFL just can do no wrong. The Super Bowl. I'm trying to find a Super Bowl rating. I don't see a Super Bowl rating. The Ravens um, game actually was like the million. most watched playoff game in uh, ESPN history. It, yeah. Of course, they've only had, in fairness, ESPN's only had a playoff game for how many years? I kept hearing that stat. I, don't think they, I think it's been like. Yeah, they didn't have one last year. They didn't have one last year. They had the Monday night game last year, didn't they? No, last year in the divisional round, they had Fox, CBS, NBC, and Fox. Mm. Uh, But last year, the biggest rating in the divisional round was Dallas versus San Francisco at 45.6. So this is 5 million people more than last year's top divisional round. And, And so this is going one way. And last year, the conference championship game, Kansas City versus the Chiefs, or sorry, versus the Bengals, 53.12, and the, the Niners-Eagles, 47.5. So it even outrated the NFC Championship game from a year ago, Yeah, which is crazy because the championship games. I mean, it had, it had everything. You had two great yeah. quarterbacks. You had you know Taylor Swift that is a factor in there, whether you like it or not, star power to it. Um, it and you've got, I mean, you know, these, like I said, these star quarterbacks, and, and it was a good game. You know, they were going up and down the field scoring. Yeah. And last year's Super Bowl, 115.1 million people watched. It's just 115.1. They can, you, Just when you think the NFL can't grow anymore. It's going to keep growing. It just continues to grow. Well, that's why they're going to get Taylor on there. They're going to try to top the all-time rating. They're going to they're gonna go up. They're going to have a big rating for the Super Bowl. They get, t- get Taylor in there, and then they'll all say, see, can't, told you Lamar can't do it. See, told you he should have moved to running back or whatever. Actually, the Ravens are going to win. I, I'm, I'm really excited about Sunday. Cannot wait. Sean Smith, the referee. It's secret secret weapon for for, for uh, Sean Smith City. is his name. That's his name. Yeah, yeah. See, it's an innocuous name, Sean. Sean Smith. That's not his real name. You're right. It's, it's a fake a, name. I know. Totally right. I mean, totally right. Doctor Sweeney's kids are Sean and Smith. That's their kids' names. So it's two first names. Okay. So it's like you know. So you don't trust the two Smith's first names. Smith's a pretty solid last name. I know it's pretty common. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the most common one. <laughs> it's a first name. Smith, Smith yeah, is more KCD. common than all of them. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, Smith is a first name at KCD and Collegiate. Super common. You're right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> I mean, come on, man. Well, anyway, I just feel like it's a conspiracy against Lamar Jackson specifically, the city of Baltimore, and it's all about trying to get uh, more more Travis Kelsey vaccines sold. Right, Aaron Rodgers? <sighs> it, it's This is going to be a gigantic rating, too. I mean, I assume the later game will get the bigger rating. That's that's what it looked like last year. But I don't know if that'll hold this year because, I mean, Lamar, Mahomes, Ravens, Chiefs is it's going to be big. Yeah, it's going to be huge. And uh, let me see the last couple years. I'm just going through the the ratings in the last few years. The late the late window definitely gets the bigger rating, but not by a lot. Like it's three to four million dollars in flux, but. You know, you imagine people with church and different things like that. But the game's at 3 o'clock. I mean, you should be able to get there. 
But, you know, youth yeah. sports, different things, because you got... On Sunday? No. We played a lot of basketball on Sundays. No, no. Sure. I mean, there's a reason the NFL all year long on Sundays at 4 o'clock does the biggest, you know, rating during the afternoon. But, um, yeah, it'd be tough to think you could top $50 million, but maybe both of these will. I don't know. They might do it. And then, you know, the NFL just keeps going. Why not? You got Lamar versus Mahomes. You've got who's in the even? I'm not. I don't even know who's in the Nine, NFC. Niner, oh, the, the Niners, Lions, Niners, Lions. Marcus Mabin. We are rooting. I'll note for that disrespect. The Lions, man, and 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 all I want, okay, all I want is for the Lions and Ravens to be in the Super Bowl. Malik to be active. Malik to be active. So that's three Louisville quarterbacks. Golf to like miss a series. Like, mm-hmm. just serious. I'm not going to wish, like, yeah. a, like a season ender or a game ender or anything like that. But a, a, a series where Teddy goes in and plays in it. There's two Louisville quarterbacks mm-hmm. playing in the Super Bowl. That would be just epic, even for a moment. Even for one moment. Dream big, Mark Blanket right. Baker. Golf, Dream golf big. Golf loses his helmet on a sack or something. T- Teddy goes in. And, uh, you know, hand off to Jameer Gibbs. Hand it off to Jameer Gibbs. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's third and seven after a sack, and Teddy goes in there and throws a touchdown. It's a narrow uh, very, target, it's Mark. It's a very neat. Yeah, it's I don't a want real narrow injury, target, man. But I want to see Teddy Bridgewater on that field. And Jalen Reeves and Maven, obviously, we're going to root for him with, with Marcus. And, that, and if they win this game, it messes up Rummage and Maven's plans because they're planning on going to the Pro Bowl. Now they're going to Rummage will still go to the Pro Bowl, Bowl I think. I think um, – I think I think I think, he, I think he's about ahead with this weather since it since we're, it's never going to stop raining. He's headed to Tampa. Is he okay? He's going he to some should. WWE. I think it's WrestleMania or Royal Rumble or something. I don't hey, know. look, I got no. I I don't know. He started talking about WWE and it's his thing, man. He said okay, Tampa, got it. <laughs> we'll uh, we'll talk to you here two six seven nine six eight. We can back into talking about the, the game uh, last night. Uh, a a loss against uh, Duke, a Duke team that. Um, you know, did pretty much exactly what you expected them to do. Just come in and win by four teams, exactly what Vegas expected them to do. And that's what happened. Yeah. I don't think that Vegas expected the 18 to 5. And we keep saying Vegas. Like, draft games in Vegas or Jersey? It's a good fan duel. I mean, it's really not Vegas anymore. Vegas is in your pocket. You're right. So the should books. we do we need to yeah. start moving that this that that phrase the sports books had it at 14? Yeah, so like, what were you saying there? Vegas, I think it's got to be two syllables. You can't be, you can't add a syllable to it. Sports the books, books. the books. Yeah, the books had it at fourteen, yeah. but I don't think the books had it going from eighteen to five to fourteen. Well, they don't have. I mean, <laughs> they don't sell a, a graph. You know, here's the number: eight and a half in the first half, what fourteen will for the game. Duke's largest lead be in the game. Yeah, Filipowski uh, threes. Filipowski alternate amount of threes rebounds. And Filipowski had a good good night on the boards. Well, Duke just overall had a really good night on the boards. 43 rebounds to Lewis, 28. Well, Brandon Huntley Hatfield needs some help. I know. Uh, he had 11. Yeah. I mean, I, I thought he was as good as you could ask him to be. Sky Clark had five. You know, five rebounds for your point guard. It's like, come on. Yeah. Help the guy out here. Yeah. So I, Huntley Hatfield's out there. But our team out there is out there on their, on their own a lot. Mm-hmm. Like, there's not a lot of coaching going on. And I think if you had, <clears throat> excuse me, like good coaching, we said this in the first part of the of the show. I think this would be a twelve thirteen win team right now. I actually think they're. I think if they what talented, now? Yeah. If they had good coaching, yeah. average coaching, they'd be a twelve to thirteen game winner right now. For so you think the record would be flipped thirteen and six? Yeah, yeah. Like if if Richard Pitino were our mm-hmm. coach, yeah. And I think Richard's ranked right now. Oh yeah, Richard's. Uh, he's got. Got him at number twenty-five. He's got um, got the pit rocking again, man. Um, let's let's play a little bit uh, here. I, you know, CL. I thought a pretty good question after the game about you know how sick are you of saying you came close? Yeah, Kenny. Um, in playing a lot of these games competitively, uh, you know, down five in the second half at Carolina, within three tonight. Um, is there a point where? It almost feels like getting close is as close as you're going to get. Like, what is it going to take to kind of get over that hump and and pull these kind of games out? Well, you you touched on something. One, it shows something that we're able to get the game close. Um, In order to get over the hump, we got to tighten up. We're not – we don't have a team that two guys can put us on our back and – or one guy can get six straight rebounds. We have to do it collectively. 
And in order to do that, everybody has to be on the same page, and we have to continue to fight and fight together. We can't – listen, we're playing really good teams, and they are experienced really good teams. So we have to make sure that we're doing everything in our power uh, to execute our offense and execute defensively and communicate defensively in order to come out with, with Ws. Look, if it's like this, let me ask you this. If it's like this the rest of the way, they're playing hard, they're not winning, or they're winning a couple of games, you good with just riding this out? I think we saved the $2 million at this point. I do. Well, I, I think you're going to fire him before April 1st. Well, but you're going to pay him through March. Like, I think, how does this work? I was going to ask I, you this I, I don't know, because Pointer and I are talking about this, too, because the, the buyout goes down, is it from 8 to 6 or 6 to 4 on April eight 1st? 8 to 6. So it's a $2 million drop, whatever it is. But my question would be, if you tell the guy in March, look, we're going to officially fire you on paper April 1st, um, but you don't need But you're need relieved to of work. your duties until then. Although, if I'm his lawyer, I'm probably going, well, then you effectively fired him, so pay him the money you owe him. I don't know. I don't know how those clauses because work. Because I think... Really, it's the first and it's probably like the first and last of every month is probably how you're paid at U of L. I, I, I well, but did you have a date your employment ends though? Right, and I think he'll be paid normally, well, as if he were working. Well, I think you'd want to pay him through April fifteenth and said we didn't fire you to April fifteenth. Well, I don't want to pay him anything more than that. Well, no, but if it goes down two million dollars oh, oh, on yeah. April first, yes, you're gonna have another pay period of whatever's going on. Yeah, because what you don't want to do is pay him on like March thirty first. My, my, my guess is, is is you can work that out. Meet in the middle. Just split split the difference. You know, if it's six versus eight, just meet you at seven. I don't know, and not make it ugly. Just you call you, it six. Well, he's saying call it eight because you're firing me here on, before April first. He was coaching through this season. And I think that's what we want to do. I think we just coach through the end of the year, announce that he won't be returning at the at the. Well, I'm his lawyer. Well, you should have written the contract that way. Well, I don't know. I mean, but that's that's yeah. something that I have wondered about too. But I do think that a lot of these these coaches, you know, they're going to be coming available. You know, after this first round of the tournament, second you know second round of the tournament, Sweet Sixteen, Elite Eight, stuff like that. The majority of the coaches that we're going to be in play with are going to be available around then. And so you want to be able to pull the trigger on them. Yeah, but those then. negotiations are done way before they're, they're oh, getting down that point. 100%. It's like Lincoln Riley didn't just wake up after the Big 12 championship game and say, yeah, I got a USC. Yeah, it was like the next day. It was the literally the next day. He yeah. didn't just wake up, have a nice little conversation over breakfast, and took a timeshare named USC. <laughs> <laughs> that was going to pay him $11 million. Right. Although, if, if the timeshare is going to pay yeah, me $11 yeah. million, I probably will just sign at breakfast. Yeah, yeah. Probably will. Over the Lincoln Riley of vacationers. You know, maybe I, I get that. Yeah, I, I do think, you know, you leave a job like Oklahoma with a lot of thought. Yeah. You're not just up and leaving Oklahoma for USC across the country, uh, you know, without a lot of consideration there you're not yeah. it's not a morning meeting Texas why can't we do to Kenny what he did to Karan he hasn't done anything wrong he's still with the team but the only time we see him is sitting in the stands I love that yeah that's pretty good great great text yeah this text it's not getting to April 1st stop this stuff no we're talking about the terms of the contract um, to see if there's a way to save two million dollars because uh, at this point if you're sticking with them you're saving the two million like you're not going through all this yeah, and then actually spending the two, like you're just not like. Otherwise, we'd do we do this today. Yeah, if we're not going to save the two million, I think you let it go. Well, to you, the well, you also, end. but but you'd also have an expense of paying an interim staff X it's amount true. of dollars. So it's there true. is there's expenses with that. I just want to save the two for our new coach and our athletic department. I just don't know if you're going to save the two. I, I don't know that you know that line in the sand. You're probably right. It probably was written to think of okay at the end of of that season, but. Yeah, it's not. It's not how it's written. Yep. So, and if you're Kenny Payne, you're probably wondering how many other offers, am, what other jobs am I going to have after this? I assume he'll have some assistant coaching. Uh, yeah, I think he'll be back in the assistant game. I think it's. I think it's very clear that that's where Kenny Payne is best suited as an assistant coach. Now, if you're asking me, would I ever hire Danny Manning? No. Would I ever hire Nolan Smith? Absolutely not. I mean, I'm talking about Tarleton, Grand Valley State Tech of, of fashion design might be able to hire Nolan Smith. It's a good like, mix. Like, I don't even have any idea. Like, if, you're, if you think Nolan Smith is a, is a good assistant coach or a good idea to be on your staff, like, you got a 
big reckoning coming. Yeah. Like, and Danny Manning doesn't do anything. I don't know what Josh Jameson does. I mean, I guess he can go back to, like, being equipment manager or something like that. I, I've, I still have been no wondering for three years what he does. But, like, we're, we're talking about the worst staff in the country. Like, I don't. Like, I don't see the value in that. I think you see the value in Kenny Payne going somewhere else, being an assistant coach. The rest of them, to hell with them. Dexter says, did you see the tweet from Cal's daughter after a fan went after her dad? Uh-oh. Is, is, are no. the Calipari girls back on the Oh, crowd? the daughters are back on Twitter. Uh-oh. It's always very helpful when the family's after fans on Twitter. Wow. Okay. All right. We got to see that. Was it Aaron? Is it Aaron Calipari? There's a cu- couple of them. I don't know. I wouldn't want to cross them, but, man. I don't know. It's just, it's just a, they're just crazy people. <laughs> yeah, like you don't think anybody's going to criticize your dad who's a coach of Kentucky basketball? I don't know. Let's see. I mean, uh, man, no. Uh, oh, here you go. Yeah, here I found it. It is Aaron, the Aaron Calipari. Okay. Uh, Rico in Oakland says, uh, "Your father just got blown out by South Carolina. That's." unacceptable and he spells acceptable the wrong of course i was so excited about big z but now i'm so mad tell your father if we don't make the final four this year he's fired and and aaron (laughs) calipari says hi rico thanks for the message please tell your father that you spend your evenings messaging adult children of basketball coaches on twitter i'm sure he'll be proud with a black heart She's not wrong. Like, why is she going after her? at Aaron? Was, right. so was, was his tweet? Yeah, that's right. Because his tweet was at her. Yeah. It was. At- but she's chosen to make herself public too. I mean, it's not like she's just minding her own business. I mean, she's. You know, it's a little. Uh, you know. Yeah. Yeah. But no. But so yeah. But Rico, come on, Rico. Unacceptable is yeah, we, we gotta- ACC not. <laughs> But that's that's your that's your normal concept. He put unex ex. That's how he yes. spelled it. Yes. Unacceptable. <laughs> Some levels of grammar are so basic. <laughs> I mean, it's just it's so freaking basic. Oh, my God. And I love, like, reading comments. One of my favorite pastimes is you read the comments of, like, a like a controversial subject and reading the the comments and, like, and then clicking on, like, the really dumb ones. Yeah. Their level of education it yeah. is my most favorite thing to do. Yeah. Well, there you have it. Wait, we're over here um, at uh, Neil Huffman's Accurate Oxmoor, whatever, uh, you know, uh, if you're thinking about buying a car, you need to come by here to check out the Acura line. I'm just telling you, particularly if it's in the luxury line, you're going to see that your dollar stretches a lot further here in the in the Acura. Uh, and in addition to that, you're buying from a great family business like the Huffman Auto Group, and you've got some great offers right now, 2.5% financing uh, on some RDX and uh, MDX models here. Uh, and, again, they give you the three-year service plan so you know what your costs are going to be. You know, for uh, your th- thirty-six months uh, or, or thirty-six thousand miles or thirty-six months, and um, you know, with, my, with the Mac, I always you know I've had it for ten years now, and a trusted service team over there, uh, service manager Jay Howerton, running an offer that you don't want to pass up: fifty-nine ninety-five oil change and filter change, and includes up to five uh, quarts of oil. You know, includes an oil change. Includes. Max asked me the other night what the oil because that's actually yesterday. What changing the oil does? What's oil do for a car? And you want to talk about somebody who's like, how, how am I going to make this up? And my answer was, and Nate, I'm sure Nate the caller, if he's listening, he can correct me if I'm wrong, but it keeps the, the engine and all the parts around it lubricated mm-hmm. so that it runs smoothly was my answer. Well, I don't know how close I was on It that. cuts down on the friction so that there's not a fire in your car. Okay. You know, it, as, because if you ran metal on metal, there would be sparks. In yeah, there. I need a people's that. cord on this from uh, – Right from, from and then it would day. also it would also create friction and it would mess up the the gears and all the the, the pistons with the ups well, and yeah, downs. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It takes it it makes those parts move smoothly and lubricates. <laughs> that's what I was saying. You're saying the same thing. <laughs> it moves it up and down. I'm like, yeah, okay, side to side, up and down. It, yeah. it does it in a way that creates a Nate. Uh, yeah, that creates a, a suction almost. Friction. Friction, suction. And then that way, if, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, Max. Eject. Eject. I don't know, Max. Eject. Max, I don't know. It seemed like such a basic question, and I was like, gosh. It like keeps your engine idiot cool trying down. to figure out the answer. It helps it. your engine stay cool. I don't know. Yeah. I have no idea. Yeah. My car doesn't have oil anymore. <laughs> yeah. In fact, we'd like to buy some oil from you today. <laughs> this is why you're repeating what you're saying. Yeah. It was like one of those FedEx commercials. I think we should order that. Mm. I think we should order that. Son, Great idea. Great son, idea. I have no idea. Yeah. Call a mechanic.
Yeah. You got a phone? Google it. I Google it. Yeah. Why does a car need oil? I don't know. Don't ask me. Uh, all right. So that's where we are over here. Hey, if uh, you are thinking about uh, um, selling a house right now, Elon, Elon, uh, unless you just like paying more, uh, they're going to charge you 1% instead of 3% as your seller's agent, but you're going to get a full-service offering. I mean, they're going to do everything that you've always expected uh, your realtor to do, uh, but it's just going to be uh, 1%, and they're going to recommend you pay the buyer's agent 2.5%, and so that means more money for you. So let's say you buy a $400,000 or sell a $400,000 house, that's 10 dimes more in your pocket, not like, not dimes like the coins. That's $10,000 in your pocket. So um, Edelin.com, uh, that's the website to go to. That's my dad. He's known Glenn Edelin for a long time, and uh, that's uh, where he bought his house. Used him as the selling agent on that. It's been there 15, 20 years, whatever it's been. Uh, and you can go in there and talk to Phil Moffat as well over there at Eland. It's E D E L E N dot com or 599 2800. That's 599 2800. Taking care of your family isn't always easy, so we make sure getting care when you need it is. With Baptist Health Urgent and Virtual Care, we bring you more options and greater convenience, too. With video visits available 24-7 and online check-in through MyChart for in-person visits. To check in online or to set up a video visit, go to baptisthealth.com slash care anywhere. When it's time to replace your heating and air system, we know people want options. That's why you'll always get a free second opinion with BJ Heating and Cooling. Plus, for a limited time, get 0% financing for 60 months on a new Bryant system. Call the experts you can trust at BJ Heating and Cooling. So hand me one more, that's what I'm here for. I'm built for having a ball. Broadcasting live from the Mobile Liquor Barn Studios, you're listening to The Diener Show on ESPN 680, 105.7, and 93.9 The Ville. Now, here's Drew Diener and Mark Blankenbaker. We're back out of here, 93.9 The Ville, ESPN 680. We're over here at uh, Neil Huffman's uh, Acura at Oxmore, where uh, we have been, where I bought two straight cars, where we've been telling you about uh, for years over here. Over at uh, Neil Huffman's Acura at Oxmoor, we're, uh, we're talking to Arthur Galitsky there and um, general manager and Mike Stack already hanging around this morning and uh, getting my car serviced, you know. Yeah. Uh, I'm interested in this electric car they got coming in here, the Acura ZDX. Mm-hmm. Uh, they said they've got a couple pre-orders already. They're going to have a demo here in March. So it's always great when... Uh, you see, like a new product, you kind of want to yeah. want to see how big it is compared to the RDX or the MDX. Kinda, you just see see what it is. Uh, so it's pretty cool that that they're getting that here, really in six weeks or so. Yeah. So, um, so we got plenty coming up. We'll have uh, obviously the broadcast on on uh, Saturday against Virginia. Um, so we'll have that um, starting at uh, ten thirty. It's a noon tip off. Noon I, think, tip. I think I think for that. So uh, we've got that and. Um, I don't know. I mean, people are like, well, maybe they can win that one. I don't know. I mean, because Virginia's played terribly on the road. They just have been. They've been. But they didn't play terribly against Louisville when they played. I know. I know. The style of play is, you know, and it's not like this is going to be a vicious road environment, you know. It's true. But, you know, I don't know. Maybe there's some hope there. I don't have a whole lot of hope right now. I think this is what it is. It's Groundhog Day. We are living uh, that that. That, that song that We've they got played. got six more weeks Put here. Put your little hand in mine. There ain't no yeah. hill or mountain that we can't climb, right? There's something in I got song. you, babe, you mean? Yeah, I got you, babe. Yeah. That song that they played over and over and over again in that movie, that's what we're in. Every morning, mm-hmm. the alarm clock hits. Bill Murray wakes up, rolls out of bed. He has to dodge Ned Ryerson. Uh, and, you know, he tries to have it. And he can't get out of it until he has his perfect I just don't head. ever want to be this numb to this again. You know, because it is we, – we're numb to it. I mean, you lose by 14 – Duke and, and you go, okay. Not yeah. even mad. No. Not I even mad the way, you know, in other years, we'll, if we just started the game better defensively and not allowed all those dunks at the start, then but but we're not even that mad. No, you're not mad because you're used to it. You're used to losing. And you also, I think a lot of fans are just like, I don't care because it doesn't mean anything. It doesn't, it, it, it's not going to affect our NCAA tournament. It's not going to affect our postseason. We're getting rid of this coach anyway. Uh, we'll see yeah, what kind of it's not even to the around. point that people are rooting against him because they know they don't even have to. It's over. You know, I, I think there's definitely a lot of that going on in the last month of or two uh, or all season of hoping they lose so it, it seals his fate. I think his fate is sealed. Fate is sealed. So you, you can root. You can root for them to win or cover. 
Yeah, uh, yeah. You should have bought the half you, last You can just root for Louisville if you want to. But I don't think that people feel like they can or they should because they know they're going to be let down. And then, and also on the player side, the, the intrigue isn't there because they don't know which players are going to be sticking around. They don't sure. know, oh, am I going to root for Curtis Williams? Is he going to be playing Michigan State next year? Well, you got to root for them while they're here. You, I mean, there's only there's so much unknown. You don't know. And I would think any of the players here would want to see, all right, what do we have to offer? Yeah. You know, I mean, they, they're, they're in that arena. They know how many people are supposed to be in there. Right. Right. Um, and, and certainly they should list other offers. But I think anybody would want to do the prudent move of, well, let's see who they bring in. You know. who, who would be your priority? If for, hmm. for for a new coach, who would be your – Who's got eligibility? Does Huntley, does Huntley have out of eligibility left? I think so. Well, he would be he number one. I think everybody does, don't they? What's that? He does. Huntley Hatfield yeah. does. J.J. Everybody. technically does too, by the way, since he, he – mm-hmm. if he had played one more game, he wouldn't be eligible for medical redshirt. Right. Now, I don't, I don't think we have a single player with eligibility expiring. Really? I don't think so. Um, I would say Curtis Williams would be one, yeah. yeah. Um, pro- Sky Clark? Maybe. Mike James, yes. Mike James, yes. Absolutely. Caleb Glenn? Yeah. Seems yeah. promise. Tyler John. I mean, I actually think, like I said, I think, I don't think there's bad talent now. now J-Lo or D-Lo or whatever you call him, Dejo. Danilo, he, he, he can go. He's free to go. Is um, Giovanna Future Transferovich? And Zan, Zan Payne has got to be out of eligibility. I mean, I can't imagine. <laughs> oh, you're right. 30. It, Zan probably does have eligibility um, expired. And, you know, Zan took a lot of crap on the internet, and I didn't really like seeing that. And It, it, it wasn't his fault he was in the game. No, it's not. And it's, it's just always happens when you play for your dad and it's not going well. Well, but it's, always it, it was the toughest under Saul Smith because Saul, like, it, it wasn't an easy call. Like, he was not – Bad enough and not good enough. And they didn't really have an answer at point guard. Right. So they'd play him, and I can't remember who else was there at the time. But if he had, it wasn't like Zan Payne where, where you go, okay, he's, he's not one of their better players. Of course, he made a nice play defensively there in the first – Last night. Last night. He drew but, charge, right? Yeah, I think he had a couple, he had a couple of, uh, of positive plays. But same time, you know that's not one of your best better players. We know that. I mean, I think Kenny knows that. But why started him, I have no idea. But <clears throat> I do think our fans need to back off that a little bit. Well, know. I'm not going to – yeah, too much. I mean, that is that's part of the gig too. I mean, he didn't, I know it is part of. But the, yeah, it, it wasn't just, his fault. He was playing right. Yeah, and people are going after Zan. I'm just like, chill out, guys. Yeah, uh, let's out. let's so let's talk about that hot start that, that Duke had. Or let's hear uh, Coach Payne talk about it. We made the adjustment, um, but from that point on, we we had dug a hole for ourselves defensively, and it's hard. That team is really talented. So, um, you know, I think that we just got to keep plugging away. Um, continue to get better at, at ball screen defense, communicating with each other, knowing our job, doing our job, and fighting through it. But the problem was before that there was no adjustment, and that's what they correct. What uh, Bob was going on and on about on uh, on the radio because I mean, he's right. We got backdoored on like the same play like four or five times. It was like dunk, dunk, dunk. Then you're like, st- make it stop. Like, can you please make the adjustment there and have somebody rotate over so that they're not standing underneath the basket, wide open, waiting for the ball to arrive? <laughs> right. <laughs> can we stop it's not that? Good. <laughs> um, and, and let's grab a, a, another one there. Of um, uh, where was it? But but on Brandon Huntley Hatfield. I mean, because let's let's at least praise him. And I thought I thought he was as good as you could ever want him last night. Number three. What do you think of uh, Huntley Hatfield? He went toe to toe pretty much with Phil Palestine. I thought he played well. Um, you know, he had 11 rebounds. Great indicator for me. Um, he scored pretty much at will around the basket. Made good, strong moves towards the basket. Thought he was good. Um, we went to him quite a bit. We found him in different areas. He attacked. Um, he played good. I just needed other players to play a little better. And that's probably true. Um, of course, part of that is getting them to play well is part part of the job of the coach. But I'm, you know, going back to the roster, I'm kind of like you. I think the players are p- pretty good. If you added a couple of n- nice parts to this, just yeah. and by literally a couple, you and could hold on to this. I, I think you've got a, a team that's flirting with the tournament next year. I think if you add a shooter, shooter, absolutely, maybe two, and know. have a coach that comes in here and emphasizes defense, you got something. Because right now we just don't have any emphasis on defense. Like Trey White played 31 minutes last night. I mean, can you imagine Trey White playing for Rick Pitino? I know we always go zero to Rick, but, like, uh, imagine 
Rick Pitino playing Trey White 31 minutes, what that would take. No, but that, that defense, no. No, he's getting beat all the time. And Mike James got beat on a bunch last night and was slow to close out, and that was not your typical Mike James game on the perimeter. But, you know, that was more like last year's Mike James, you yeah. know, when he was a little bit out of shape, I think. And, you know, we hadn't really seen that this year as much. But, man, you know, our but again, it's Duke, not you know, there. It's Duke 1.24 points per, per possession. Again, I, I can't tell you how many teams they have made – would essentially be the number one offense in the country because wow. if you go to the number one adjusted offense, they score it. That would be the third best offense, like Connecticut's offense, right? You know, so they and, and again, Duke, Duke's got a good offense, but at the same time, they have they've had very average teams. When you look at what they give up per possession, they essentially turn the other team into a the best more, offense more in the country. country. Yeah. yeah, every single time, and and, and yeah. it's over and over. So so your offense, while Louisville's offense is starting to play better, it doesn't mean anything because you're giving up. The mm-hmm. best offense in the country each night, you know, like you turn that team into the best offense. In the country. Like when you when you go play Wake Forest, right? And you shoot was it? What did we shoot like forty seven percent? Maybe you yeah. had seven turnovers. So it, that's it. You shoot forty seven and only have seven turnovers. You should win that game. Yeah. You should not lose by twenty five. Yeah, you you got you weren't even close. And and if you consider what they did offensively in that forty seven and only seven turnovers. And then you'll say they got beat by twenty five. No, it's because there's no. nobody playing any defense. Yeah, it's the the points. I, you know, I don't even know if I looked that up. What the gosh against Wake Forest? What, oh yeah, let, I want to know. We look this is. up. Yeah, I mean, let me scroll Goodness down. Gracious, because if if it was one point two four last night, uh, here you go. Wake Forest was one point three zero. That's probably the best offense in the past uh, four, five, six years. Yeah, I mean, right now the number one offense is what uh, is Purdue at one point two six. So they right. were, yeah. I'm actually going to find out how many years you got to go back to find anybody's offense over point one three. Nothing like the numbers gang over here at the ESPN <laughs> Louisville. It's just a party over here. Um, so yeah, we'll let you hop on in two six seven nine six eighty. Text away UPS jobs text line four three seven. Uh, nine six eighty. I'm sure you can go back a long way. One point four is, way, is absurdly high. There's yeah. a straight line drives last night. My goodness, Texas says Sky can't guard my grandma. None of them are willing defenders. Texas says worst closeout defense I've ever seen in my life. It's maddening and frustrating. Uh, says our coaches out there through channels reaching out and inquiring about Louisville. Yes, this is what the, this is all that gets done all year long. Or you know, ads talking to agents of coaches. That's that's you know, and and even when things are. Going well. Uh, that, that's going on. Totally. The closest I can get, Drew, is Wisconsin, uh, and they are at one point two nine. Well, that's and that's in twenty fifteen. Let's let's go to Josh up next. Josh, welcome in ninth round the Billy ESPN six eighty. Welcome out to the Neil Huffman's Accurate Oxmoor. Hi, uh, Drew. Thanks for taking my call. <laughs> Sorry, just a couple quick points. One thing: I was at the Duke game last night, and I know it's hard. We, we, we were talking about earlier about rooting for against Cards being Cards fan, but the innocence of youth man when the when the cards were competing last night and the crowd that was there was getting into it you could see it mm-hmm. the eyes of the kids the next generation of cards fans will be there for the cards you, they believed for a minute mm-hmm. and so that brings me you know to the to the defense we play sloppy defense and it's discipline and i know we all look and we can say nitpick at little things here and there and say oh this is the reason this little thing but we don't tuck in our shirts, man. There are people out there with their jerseys untucked all game long. You know, I didn't see anybody with their jerseys untucked in 2013 when we were stomping to a championship. So, you know, we play sloppy defense, and we look like slobs doing it. Thank you. I'll get off. Bye. Well, appreciate it. Man, I don't know how to follow that one up. I know it's bothers, it, it bothers really, Ethan. It bothers a lot of people. Yeah. Uh, and – I like to say I don't know that that matters, but then I go back to like what Jeff Brom says: everything matters. Yeah, and it, it all matters. Sure, it does. Um, you know, you tuck your shirts in. Make sure you're not wearing Nikes at the coaches' show. You know, like all this small little detail that doesn't have anything to do with anything matters. It does. It it adds up to something. And there, there's a, there's a story I'm looking at here that you know I sort of wish college did the NBA's final two minute report. You know, to talk about how many calls were missed. Oh, I love that. Did you, have you, you know, they, they actually yeah. write a report. Did you see what happened in the Hornets-Timberwolves game? How many uh, calls they had? Happened to miss it. Yeah. <laughs> so Monday night, well, I, mean, I know you didn't see the game. So the Monday night's game, it came down, it came down to the wire. Featured 
10 incorrect calls oh. in the last two minutes, according to the NBA's uh, L2M report. Three of them favored Minnesota, six favored Charlotte, including missing a, uh, a missed shooting foul that would have given Carl Anthony Towns a chance. Ten missed calls in two minutes. That's unbelievable. That's unreal. It's almost like the, the guy, what's my favorite coach now? How the, many calls are there to be had in the last two minutes? Well, well I guess the NBA, there's more possessions. Out, out of bounds, fouls. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, you got all those little things. But, man, how do you miss 10, 10 calls ten. in two minutes? And do, do they get suspended? Do they get fired? I don't know. Do they get reprimanded? Is there well, anything? Well, that was Monday, so it just came out yesterday. Okay. So we'll see. That's bad. Really That's bad. Really bad. By the way, I was surprised. I don't know what's going on with the Bucks. The Milwaukee Bucks. I know. Like, the guy's record's really good. Yeah. And again, they, they canned him. And I'm like, uh, is there something get I'm missing here? Yeah. <laughs> Have I dropped my standards so low that now 30 and 12 or whatever the guy's is record is? Is it because they just wanted to get Doc? I mean, is that it? I mean, I, that's what it is. They just I, saw I don't something know. they really wanted, but I, I don't know. The guy looked pretty good to me. <laughs> Must be something else going on there. Something going on. You're one. You're one. He's what? Is he like forty and thirteen, maybe, or something? Thirty. He's like he's coached forty three games, and I think he's thirty and thirteen, or something like that. But if I drop my standards so low that thirty and thirteen is no longer good, I, is that I what Kenny Payne's done to me? I, I don't know. Well, this is year zero for that guy. <laughs> All right, we'll continue along here. Two six seven nine six eighty. As we roll along here uh, this morning, hanging out um, uh, with you over here at Neil Huffman's Accurate Oxmoor. If you need a security system. Vector Security, that's who I use uh, at the house. That's who we use here at the radio station. Uh, and that's who you can use as well. And you're going to get that doorbell cam. We're going to get it installed uh, when you mention ESP Little from Vector Security. Um, and, and when I go on the Vector Security app, i got, I got to talk to my man, Robert Thompson, about this. I've got the ability need to find about this kid to, to lock the, the house remotely. I like that idea. Ah, I get the that'd be lock pretty cool. Lock. Yeah, exactly. Um, so whatever, whatever your security needs are, uh, you can um, rest assured that uh, Vector Security We'll take great care of them. Formerly ADS Security, same phone number, 452-6277. Uh, Vector Security online, vectorsecurity.com. All right, Jared on the other side, and then we'll have Katie to wrap the show. Awesome. So, Walls is on WDRB singing right now, I'm told. He's singing? See if we can maybe get the... We need to get that. That audio. That sounds good. All right, uh, hour number three, straight ahead. <laughs> 